Hi, everyone. This is Mitch Ashley with DevOps.com. You're listening to another DevOps Chat Podcast. Today, I'm joined by a very good friend of mine, Mike Rothman, who's president of DisruptOps. Today, our topic is something they're going to be talking about coming up in August, top five AWS security mistakes so that you need to avoid. So you're going to want to attend this webinar that they're hosting. We're going to get a bit of a preview and kind of how they came to this conclusion. So welcome, Mike. Thanks, Mitchell. And you know, you said very good friends and, and I'll say old friends, but you know, we're not spring chickens anymore. Uh, but yeah, we've known each other for a long time back when people actually used to call you Mitchell. So that's know, right. Well, I go that. by, we'll, I buy we'll both. There. Yeah. Yeah. You know, everything's a short acronym. So Mitch, right. I've always been Mike <laughs> since I was about four. So you're smart. You were ahead of the times. I was <laughs> a true were. visionary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you and I have known each other, I don't know, close to 20 years. Yeah. You, were, you were an analyst and I was doing security products. It's still secure. I met you through Alan. I know you're very good friends with Alan. So yeah. yeah, it's a close circle of folks. I'm just glad to see you're doing well. Yeah, no, it is. It's, you know, it, it, it's an interesting environment, right? It's an interesting time mm-hmm. uh, for, again, folks who have been doing this for, for a long time uh, to really, you know, kind of see how both cloud and DevOps are really transforming how it is that we do things like security. I mean, you do things like development yeah. and operations. I mean, you know, nothing has been untouched, but uh, it really has been nothing short of amazing to see, you know, kind of the the, the transition and really transformation uh, of security operations as we move towards a much more agile, much more, you know, kind of with a much higher velocity for how we're doing things and, and really how security has had to evolve in order to keep pace. You know, it really has. Yeah, I think back to when you and I first were working together, security was about security products, right? Let's introduce this new pizza box that does some security function or whatever into the network. Now it's about the whole pipeline, the whole process and getting security pushed up into the cycle, of course. But, you know, I've talked to security folks that who are learning how, you know, software architectures, cloud architectures, sometimes even code, or at least certainly uh, DevOps and agile style development. So they can be part of the process up front. You kind of have to understand it to be part of it, not just at the table, hand me my, you know, my security information so I can pass you and yeah. let you go into production. Well, that's right. You know, kind of the old transom, you know, oh, hey, throw a bunch of security <laughs> data over the transom. And, you oh, know, the good old days. The yeah, the, the, the IDS will find out what's going on and then, you know, we'll have a, a bunch of folks, you know, within security ops, you know, kind of fix it. Yeah, I mean, that's just not really the way things move anymore, right? No, I mean, isn't. you know, it, it is really about how do we integrate and, and you know, provide the operational motions that can work as quickly as the cloud is working, right? Mm-hmm. As quickly as, you know, kind of things are being deployed uh, within your pipeline. And then, you know, when you find operational issues, how do I map them back into the templates? Mm-hmm. Uh, because, and again, you know, companies are deploying 7, 8, 10, 20 times a day, you know, that totally changes. Your operational window is 20 minutes, right? Not two months. So, or one month, right? If you kind of think about the the patch cycles uh, and the like. So it's really just a different mentality that you have to bring to the, just the the whole job now. So it's not that you have to be a developer. It's not that you have to understand, you know, coding, but you can't be scared of it, right? Mm -hmm. And what you have to do is be able to work 
closely and and tightly with both the development team and the operations team, you know, as they start to merge together. And then you kind of start to infer this whole DevSecOps thing, which, you know, we can sit there and say, you know, is Sec even a thing over time or should it be part of everything? Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, You know, but listen, I'm not going to get into the (laughs) fragile egos of all the security people who, you know, (laughs) see the Sec term in there or else they don't feel like they're worthy. Fragile egos of security people. What about ours, Mike? Come on. <laughs> That's <Let's right>. real. <laughs> but, well, you know. <laughs> let's do this. I want to make sure everybody that may not have heard of Disrupt Ops gives us just a brief you know, elevator sentence of what does Disrupt Ops do? Sure. So, so what we do is we have a, you know, basically a cloud security automation platform that addresses uh, a lot of the operational issues that organizations uh, will run into as they move faster and faster and faster, right? So, the, the, the idea, and we, we call them guardrails, that's certainly one of the first app applications or use cases of, of the platform. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really this idea that you have developers doing things, you have operational people, you know, kind of setting up environments, uh, and you have a core set of corporate policies that you want to enforce across all of your cloud accounts, across all of your different clouds, across all of your applications. Uh, And right now, it's a very manual, very, again, kind of separate process. So for every account, you have to set up these policies. Uh, For every cloud, you have to set up these policies. And obviously, you have to look at them. And then when something happens, you, you know, you have to go through, again, an operational manual motion to uh, address these things. So, so Disrupt Ops uh, takes care of all of that. So we're constantly and continuously assessing what's happening in all of your cloud uh, environments. We track uh, inventory uh, relative to all of your different cloud resources. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we you know, help to identify issues with these uh, policies that you've set up. But it, it, it's more. Right. What we also focus on is automated remediation. And that's something that Steve Schmidt, right, the CISO of AWS, has been, you know, beating the drum about for quite a while. And it, it's really critical, again, as you want to keep pace. Uh, so it's not just about finding the issues, it's about fixing them. And that's really what Disrupt Ups does. Talking with the uh, former CISO of Twitter, and one of the insights he shared with me was that just introducing another tool, more or less another environment was a massive deal because for the security team to take on one more thing, wasn't just the quantity or volume of work. It was another thing to know, to monitor, to administer, to set policies around all of that. So you're speaking directly to that kind of an issue. You bet. And and it really, and, and that's the kind of thing, right? You know, I come out of the world, you come out of the world where it's, you know, about a shiny security thing, right? Give me my <laughs> lights and my fancy algorithms uh, and stuff like that. And um, really, and again, in terms of doing work in the cloud for over 10 years at Securosis, I mean, obviously spinning out, you know, some of the technology that we had prototyped within the research company into Disrupt Ops, you know, what we really found is blinky lights don't really address the big issues that folks have when they start moving into the clouds. It really, Mm -hmm. it's a lot of those pretty simple operational things. So we built a platform that's really an operational platform that, that helps organizations address. And that's kind of where we, and how we got to this top five AWS security mistakes topic is because it's stuff when we're doing assessments, it's stuff when we do, you know, proof of concepts with customers for disrupt ops that we run into over and over again, things like public S3 buckets and, you know, open, 
admin ports and, you know, over <laughs> privileged IAM and, you know, overly wide security groups. And again, things that you, when you look about it, you're like, well, that's not that hard, but it actually is mm-hmm. hard to do that consistently and at scale. So what we're going to do in, in the webcast, uh, webinar, you guys call them webinars, is you know to really kind of dive into each one of these specific problems, talk about why obviously it's a problem, why it's hard to deal with, uh, and then really kind of show how you need to fix it, right? Both, you know, kind of if you want to do it yourself, uh, and we'll also show how DisruptOps, you know, handles uh, a lot of those issues as well. Mm-hmm. But again, the, the, the objective here, you know, why we would ask for folks to, you know, spend a, an hour with us on, on August 14th is really about, you know, kind of knowing enough to know that these are pretty common mistakes that you can and probably will make and learn enough about how to fix them, right? It's not just, hey, here's your problem. You know, we drop the uh, the, the problem in the middle of the room and then walk out. <laughs> right? No, here's the problem and here's how you have to fix it mm-hmm. um, because no, nobody needs somebody to go in. Right? We're, we're not selling a vulnerability scanner here, right? You know, it's not like, right. hey, here's 200 things that are broken. Yeah. Um, you figure out which one are real, which ones are real. That's right. Which are real, which are critical, and also how to fix them. And, that, and that's really kind of the objective here is that, you know, folks uh, learn a bit about, you know, kind of, yep, these are pretty common things, but, you know, again, they, they can be fixed and, and here's how you should fix them. And one of the things that's uh, very unique about you and also about Disrupt Ops, you and also your co-founder, Rich Mogul, you didn't come to this often. Somebody will start up a company, create a product because they were a security admin or engineer or whatever role at a company. They solved a problem. They go off and build a product to do that. You come to this from you know, several years of analyst work, working with customers directly, hands-on, and you know, in Rich's case, uh, with AWS and cloud services. So it, it isn't just one domain that you've kind of solved a set of problems for. You're going to go turn that into a product. You bring in a rich set of experiences from a broad base of customers that you now have created disrupt us. And, yeah, well, uh, so we do. Products. So, you know, I, I could certainly interpret that as, as being Mike, you're an old guy. Um, <laughs> I, which, you know what? I am. <laughs> and that's okay. Uh, you, oh, you, a gray hair contest. I win. I think, yeah. well, maybe, maybe, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I've, I've been winning that one for 20 years, but, uh, uh, you, you know, and, and that's right, Mitchell, it's, you know, how we got to disrupt ops was really, as I mentioned before, right. You know, we, we spun it out of securosis cause it was something that we knew every company that was going to do cloud at scale was going to have to grapple with these operational mm-hmm. issues. Mm-hmm. They were going to have to do automated remediation because you just can't keep pace, right? And not just with the velocity of how quickly things happen in a cloud and DevOps type of environment, but we also dealing with these staff issues where you just can't oh, find competent people, certainly not people that understand AWS or Azure or GCP, some folks that don't understand, you know, again, DevOps and, and how, you know, kind of the, the whole infrastructure as code movement uh, really impacts how you have to do operations, how you have to do uh, security. There just aren't that many people that, like those that. Are, those are unicorns in and of themselves. You, you bet. So, so, and again, I'm not saying we wanted to, we set out to build a, you know, a unicorn platform, but, you know, what, what we ended up doing was stumbling on this just major significant operational issue that every company moving into the cloud and DevOps are going to have to deal with. And, you know, we came up with a, a pretty interesting SaaS 
very low friction way to one, figure out where your issues are and to fix them. If, if you decide that, you know, you do want to go mm-hmm. the automated remediation path. So as you said, right, it's, it's been based upon over 10 years of, of work and research that we've done with, you know, hundreds of companies that have moved into the cloud. And, and again, you know, kind of guardrails is, is the first thing we're thinking about. Tagging is another big issue that folks really have a hard time doing at scale and a cloud, you know, security automation platform can address just many issues for companies. Is there is there a certain size of company you think of where, okay, if you're this big, you have this many instances or you're multi-cloud or whatever, where a security platform automation like this from DisruptOps starts to apply? Or is it something you build into your process early on if you're, you know, three developers sitting in your, you know, your, your bedroom now turned office to start yeah. your company and you want to get ready because you're going to have to sell this to major corporations and others and they got to believe you got your act together. On the well, that, that's right. I, I think it's a little bit of, of both. I I think the, the reality is if you have started to build some of your own lambdas in AWS or functions in, in Azure mm-hmm. um, to start doing automated remediation on consistent problems that you run into in your operational environment, th- those are our people. Right. The people who understand because they've started to build these things and they understand what a hassle it is to maintain these, you know, kind of snippets of code or you don't really don't have a platform to schedule or manage or report on what's happening. You don't really have a great way to roll back when something doesn't work, uh, you know, when, when a, a, a remediation doesn't take. So, you, you know, the folks that have started to implement and started to build their own automation code uh, are exactly the folks that, that we would love to talk to because, and again, it's it's nice to do it once or twice, but the 50th time you're updating a Lambda because, you know, something <laughs> changed, uh, you start banging your head against the wall. And again, that's kind of the, the, the folks that uh, are most applicable. Now, if you're enlightened and you realize you're going to run into these problems ahead of time, sure. You know, building in a lot of these operational motions from the get-go really, you know, can can save you a lot of time and heartburn over the period that you start to deploy uh, a lot of these new capabilities and new applications. But the reality is, most folks, again, when when they 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 they, at that point they don't know what they don't know. Mm -hmm. Uh, When they get to the point where they do know, they realize I don't want to do this, and this is really where I'm looking for a commercial solution. Well, I like to say it's your second trip to the cloud when you know you've got to automate from the beginning because first time you made all this. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So it's like, oh, I screwed that one up the last time. Let me, you know, let me. Uh, uh, now do that I know. Uh, the next time. Exactly. If I would have known, if I only would have known. <laughs> <laughs> well, and again, that that's part of, uh, you, you know, why we get involved with, again, organizations like DevOps.com and, you know, that we publish a, a lot of, of stuff on Securos.com and Disrupt.com. You have a great blog, by the way. On, oh, thank you. Yeah, it's and very it's, good. It, it's really about helping folks try to understand things before they run into these issues. And that's a lot of, you know, what we evangelize with Disrupt Ops is um, you're going to have these problems. You know, call me now or call me later, right? I mean, it's it's one of those things where this is pretty much a universal thing. If you're doing things in high velocity, 
in a cloud environment, you are going to have these problems. Again, you can certainly build it yourself. There's a long, you know, nature of, of folks, you know, using their own code and building their own infrastructure mm-hmm. oh, uh, yeah. to do things. But at, at some point, you're kind of like, yeah, that again, not not so much fun anymore. So let me focus on the things that really add value to my business and, you know, building and maintaining guardrails and tagging management and, um, you know, kind of a bunch of, you know, complicated operational workflows, right? That's that's not adding value to, to the organization. So thinking about the webinar that's coming up on the 14th, uh, the title of the webinar is Top 5 AWS Security Mistakes to Avoid Losing Data. What are some of the questions? If, if you have these questions, this is definitely the webinar you're going to want to come to. Everybody is starting to play around with the cloud. And, and as much as because it's, you know, been the last, you know, seven or eight, 10 years for some folks doing this, um, we kind of get numb to the fact that it's still kind of a scary place. It's new to uh, a lot of folks. Not everybody's been right. doing it for 10 years. That's and right. And it, it is new to a lot of folks. And, and for those people, they're going to be asked by senior folks, are we safe? We're moving mm-hmm. very sensitive data up to this environment. Are we safe? Are we doing the proper diligence to make sure that our core, whether it's intellectual property, whether it's customer data, what have you, um, that's going up into a public cloud environment, is it secure? Uh, and again, we're not going to, I'm not going to sit here and say there are only five mistakes that anybody makes uh, in <laughs> AWS, right? I mean, there's all sorts of stuff that people um, find some way to mess up in some way, shape, or form. These are really the top five that we see in almost every assessment that we do, right? In almost every POC, when we kind of attach disrupt ops to a company's account, you know, look for uh, what they have going on. Consistently, we find these things. Um, And again, when you want to be able to definitively and declaratively answer that question when you're asked from executives that, you know, again, this is the kind of webcast that you want to attend to get these top five tips, understand, you know, how to look for these issues, and then ultimately understand how to remediate them. Well, and I want to say to our listeners too, we keep giving out the teaser of the five, top five tips. We keep going to give it all to you now when you come to this webinar. Well, I, mentioned, I mentioned five before, so I kind of <laughs> hit them at an eye level. Uh, but really, and, and, and the idea is to go into a level of depth that, again, is, is, is not easy to get to. So, you know, again, Rit, my, you know, my partner, business partner in both Securosis and Disrupt Ops, Rich Mogul, uh, will be leading the discussion. Uh, he is one of the the world renowned experts on cloud and AWS. So and he is. He he's done uh, a lot of these things himself. We've screwed up a bunch of stuff uh, on our end. So what you we made the mistakes uh, you don't uh, want others to have to make, right? Yeah, well, that's how you learn, or so I've rationalized, you know, for all the things that I've messed up through the years. You know, I think uh, I've now recommend everyone as their number one goal of their security program at their company is keep the CEO off of the Wall Street Journal front yeah. page for yeah. their for their breach. That's always been the That's right. <laughs> Great. Well, it's been a joy. A lot of fun. It's always fun talking with you on these podcasts and getting together with our old friends. I say old as in we've known each other for a while. None of us are old, but at That's least right. I hope not. <laughs> 
we're experienced. <laughs> Great. Well, I know it will be a fantastic webinar. I'll certainly be listening in on it as well on the 14th, Top 5 AWS Security Mistakes to Avoid. So we hope that all our listeners and more will join us. So if you have a friend who isn't uh, part of the DevOps Chat podcast circle, let them know about it. Send this episode to them and say, you got to check this out. And here, uh, here's a lot of wisdom from Rich Mogul and from Mike Rothman. Mike, I'd like to thank you for joining us for another DevOps Chat Podcast. Always a pleasure, Mitch. Always a pleasure. See, and I'm learning. I got the Mitch right this time. <laughs> yeah, okay, you'll say Mitchell. I know you will. <laughs> and I'd like to thank all of you, you are listeners, for joining us on this podcast. This is Mitch Ashley with DevOps.com. You're listening to another DevOps Chat Podcast.